I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And it's the app. Fuck yeah, it is. On today's very special episode. Hey, did you see that sky today? Talk about blue. Rubbing elbows has a completely different meaning for one man. Having pubes in your beer has never tasted so good. Mm, the last time I used a three and a half inch floppy, nobody had a good time. A masked thief stole a three foot, 40 pound dildo called Moby that retails for $1,250 from a Las Vegas adult store. Well, that's what I call a white whale. But anyways, <laughs> take that man from Nantucket. <laughs> this just proves even dick thieves are better than anti-maskers. Well, the optional three and a half foot foreskin and bushel of pubes was stolen separately. <laughs> bushel of pubes. <laughs> I'm just glad Moby has a job after his music career. <laughs> I'm just glad that we finally have like a, a measurement for pubes. <laughs> a bushel. A bushel. And there's yeah. a satchel. And there's probably, uh, I don't know, what's half yeah. a bushel? Uh, well, a, uh, a bag? The, I assume half a bushel is a 90s, and a full bushel is what we call the 70s regular. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you could just call it a sack. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we're starting off the show strong, and it's going downhill from here. (laughs) It makes me think of uh, back in in high school, my my friend Kristen, uh, we were discussing large pubes, and she was going off on how... It was like the Lion King in there, like a wee ma wep a wee ma wep a wee ma wep a wee and like did the whole in the jungle thing. Yeah. <laughs> she was very musical. Still is. Not yeah, so that's not that's that was in the Lion King, but that was an like an old song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From like the sixties, I think. Yeah, I think so. It was yeah. also in Ace Ventura, uh, when nature calls. It was. That silverback gorilla was really having her way oh, he, with that. He was old guy. He was. You know, they had that whole bit, too, where he, he had to crawl out of the mechanical rhino. Man, those movies are so <laughs> funny. I, they get a lot of, they get a lot of, uh, I don't know, they have a bad rap because they're just like, ah, they're just like dumb, like yeah, dumb like comedy. Dumb yeah. But I, I love them so much. And when I watch them, like, I I realize how, where my sense of humor comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I love them. So I was watching this week uh, the Jim Carrey movie, The Majestic. I've seen never one? seen that one, no. Okay, it's a good movie. So basically it's set in 1951. Uh, Jim Carrey is a writer for movies. Okay. The, there's the early Red Scare going on. Sure. Uh, he gets accused of being a communist because he attended a meeting back when he was in college in like 1947. and Like a single meeting he attended? Yeah, so basically there was some girl he liked, and so he went to the meeting to, you know, oh, hang and out. Oh, and he signed in? <laughs> he, yes, meeting. he signed in. And so they have this <laughs> record of him signing in, and so basically he's pretty much fired. Uh, he gets super drunk, drives home. Well, decides not to drive home. Decides to drive up the, you know, California um, coastal highway. Highway 1, baby. Love yeah. it. Yeah, fucking beautiful. It, it it's is. It's like on my bucket list to do. Have you not done... I have not been to California. Bro, do. Never been there. But that's so, like my number one thing I want to do. It's just drive up the coast. It's just so beautiful. California is 
a um it's like a whole country in itself like you just to mm-hmm. visit california is like I, what do i want to do in california well it's like whatever you would want to do if you went to like i don't know england or whatever it's just like there's so much to I can do visit buckingham palace in california yeah yeah there are palaces in california yeah not <laughs> not buckingham more like fuckingham am i right no, there's doubt, like there's like castles and old. shit. I don't feel like there's a lot of fucking ham going on. <laughs> Unless that's what you call it when Prince Philip gets into the ham. Wow. Well, fucking ham, I think that's what they do like down south. <laughs> with the pigs. Balls deep in a pig. <laughs> so anyway, Jim Carrey's like driving up the highway completely drunk. Uh of course. Uh, uh a possum comes out while he's on a bridge he tries to stop it's wet he kind of skids the possum is wet does it come no, from no, a swimming pool no no the bridge pool? is wet oh, okay no 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 the bridge is wet the possum isn't wet totally not turned on possum uh he skids like almost goes over the edge of the bridge and then doesn't and then does you know they do that whole thing oh yeah of course and so he crashes into the river below as he's trying to get out his head gets hit he wakes up doesn't know who he is Oh, interesting. So, no memory. A little bit of amnesia. Yep. Guy finds him on the beach and was like, hey, what's what happened to you, guy? Uh, old guy finds him on the beach. Uh, he's like, I don't know. And he goes, you look kind of familiar. That's weird. And so he takes him in to see the doctor. The doctor's like, you look kind of familiar. Everyone's like, you look kind of familiar. And this guy's like, oh, my God, it's my son who didn't come back from World War II. They never found his body. He was just missing, presumed dead looks just like him and so everyone in town thinks he's this guy he's a different guy yeah okay and so it's like him you know connecting with a town that thinks he's this guy that he isn't you know we should describe in detail more movies that came out decades ago i think that would be, <laughs> <laughs> be great really podcast material <laughs> it's a really good i you know it gets me a little bit because i can't imagine like thinking my my child has died oh and yeah 10 years later there he is like shit oh, it gets me gets me it's a good movie and then of course in the end he of course remembers who he is and has to go to congress and uh be interviewed by the un-american Com- un-american activities committee uh and basically like stands up to him and tells him to fuck off because so wait you know, as he interviews as the no no no, no. dead he, kid he remembers, or okay no no he remembers who he is and then you know he gets found by the fbi and dragged okay. into congress uh, but because of his experience, he he's able to stand up to them. Oh, good, so, good, wonderful. Yeah. No, it's it's a good it's a good bit. Um, I remember I used the clip where he's being interviewed in Congress in class before when I taught high school, and we did that section on, you know, people being accused of believing something and having that like blacklist them, et cetera. Right, right. And so it's yeah. a, you know it goes on about freedom of speech and. You know American values, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, all right, bro. Anyway, yeah. I watched it, loved it. Good Fuck time. Yeah. How was also, your How was your week otherwise? Story. What? Watched the Never Ending Story with my daughter for the first time. Oh, that's a freaky movie. Ugh, I haven't seen that since like early '90s, that probably. Big ass flying dog and shit. <laughs> you know, he always grossed me out. His scales look kind of like ugh. Yeah, like it was. It was. My sister loved him. Of course she did. <laughs> the dog dragon. Your Hell older or your younger sister? Well, I'm the oldest, but the older of the younger sisters. That's what I meant. Yeah, that that sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right for her. So, 
you know the movie. You've seen yeah. the movie. Uh, well, long, long time ago. I'm sure you remember parts of it though, like like the horse in the in the swamp, right? No. Uh, the, the swamp sucks the horse in because oh. the horse starts feeling sad. Creepy. Yeah. It's like a you know, it's a very memorable bit. My wife was like, you know, that kind of like ruined me because it's kind of traumatic. My daughter was like, the horse is gone now. <laughs> Fuck that horse, your daughter said. <laughs> Basically, she's like, eh. And this course. is your your younger daughter, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think my older daughter has seen it. Oh, that yes. might freak her out too. <laughs> <laughs> well, she won't have the nostalgia of it. Also, like, he has to go through the gates. Do you remember the gates that have like the laser eyes that shoot him? No, I, I need so to watch this movie again. He has to walk through these two uh, sphinx statue things, and if he like doesn't believe in himself, lasers will shoot out their eyes and kill him. So this sounds very have, familiar. These though. sphinx have. Big old cold nipple titties. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's a friggin' PG movie. <laughs> With their cold nipple titties. Tig old bitties. That's that's the 80s for you. They could have big you know, old cold nipple with, titties. The same things with, like, if you watch E.T., that's, I think, pretty much, I think that's rated G. It might be PG. Yeah. But, like, they're, like, taunting each other. He's like, penis breath. Oh, wow. Like, whoa, kid. And also, remember yeah. E.T.'s really wrinkly ball sack? <laughs> I don't recall that. Oh, okay. Though my so we're, my daughter was watching an animated cartoon from the, the 80s uh, about these raccoons. Uh, and I just kind of like, you know, it's these raccoons, they live in the, the forest, but some of them can shapeshift into humans. And so they're trying to save their forest from humans, like, wrecking uh, and tearing down the forest so they can still live in the forest and whatever. So That's they, freaky. like, they turn into humans to, like, try and raise money and, you know, they play tricks on people to scare them away, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but at the very beginning, there's this big fight between the raccoons. And I look over, and these raccoons have giant fucking balls. <laughs> it's like, what is going on here, yeah. gentlemen? Like your dog, <laughs> or our cats—they're going to be fixed soon. But uh, oh, okay, they got they giant also... fucking balls too. <laughs> they do. It's a uh... your dog has giant man-sized <laughs> testicles. Oh, I think they're bigger than man's with a very human-looking ball sack too. It's gross. Uh, I don't think it's very sacky. It's pretty like streamlined, close to the close to the stomach. Have you seen your own dog's balls? I have. So it looks more human when he lays upside down. I think that's what I'm thinking of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah, my week has been uh I mean today we went swimming and that was nice. We watched some movies, that was nice. On Friday, my school announced that we're opening. So That's not nice. Not happy about that. I, I literally had to lay down for like an hour and a half to contain my rage. Oh yeah, yeah. I was not happy at all seeing what's going on in other states. It's yeah. quite clear this is not a good idea. I was asking another uh, teacher that I know uh, that teaches in public schools. I'm like, what? Uh, so what is the teacher union for if, and I know that you're not in a union, but what is the teacher union for if they don't stand up for the teachers in a way that will prevent them from getting coronavirus? So that's what Ann Arbor did. Ann Arbor was yeah. like, yeah, we're probably going to open. And the union was like, fuck, no, we're not. And they're like, just kidding. We're not opening. Right. Well, the so Chicago public schools, mm -hmm. uh, all they did was say the word strike, the teachers union did. And the schools were like, OK, fuck it. We're all online. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Sorry. <laughs> I understand. It's not the best way to teach. I agree. 
Yeah. It's not the best way to teach. But the way we're doing it is not going to be much better. I'm going to see my kids once a week because of the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah. Half the kids one day, half the kids the other day. Uh, and then because I have to teach two grades, so I got half the kids one day from one grade, half the kids from the other grade, and then the other half the other two days. And then online on Wednesday, everyone will be online on Wednesdays. So I'm only going to see them once a week. So basically, they're going to be getting everything online. I'm going to get them 90 minutes a week. To do what? How does that benefit? Uh, well, you know. You know. It, we could spend, I mean, there could be a whole podcast about how shitty this is. Yeah. I, I could spend the same, I can spend more time with them online because I can meet them in small groups online, discuss things, like go over things. Like It's mostly an online class anyway. I'm going to see you once a week to what? Talk about the stuff you did the other four days of the week? Right. It's, and then in person is ridiculous. Yeah. And all it's doing is exposing me and the students to a possibly fatal disease. And I, one yeah. teacher has already died in Alabama and it's only been two weeks. Like, I, I think I, I really, well, I think, and I really hope that it's going to be like, they're going to pull back because the, there's schools in session right now. Mm -hmm. And we can see what's happening. There are pictures coming out and the kids are getting suspended for posting the pictures online or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, it's people are already getting sick. Like nine people yeah. got sick on like the first day or something. Oh, I mean, you've already got over 200 in one district in Georgia. Yeah. It's it doesn't make any sense to do this. So hopefully like, all of us, all of the schools, you know, the schools of northern aggression. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll all just say, you know what? You you do you southerners, the Confederates. Yeah. We're just going to fucking close. I mean, so part of me, I have this feeling that I have faith in our governor that she's going to. You know, she's holding out to hopefully see the numbers do what she'd like them to do. But we'll get a few weeks before, maybe a week before, whatever the case may be. And she'll say, look, it's not worth it. We're just going to go online for the next few weeks yeah. and reassess. Big Gretch. Like, yeah. Do I, it, girl. Like, my, my hope is that she does the right thing as she has done for the most part since we got started. I criticize the, the, the choice to reopen bars in restaurants and we saw a spike and they had to pull back I, at the time i was like this is too soon but other than that i feel she's handled it well right but even then i assume she wouldn't have opened the bars if it wasn't for some some expert saying well we should try it or whatever um but then the fact that they reacted relatively quickly was good like two weeks was like okay everyone's just sick and dying let's just but let's we're still like plug we're pulling like 500 new cases daily in the state. I yeah, I don't even know. Like when we closed down schools, it was like there were 12 cases in the entire state. And we're like, nah, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. But I don't know. I get, you know, we're testing more. It's because we're testing more. It's because we're testing. <laughs> doing the testing. And, you know, phony Kamala Harris uh, doesn't want you to test because she's. In, in bed with the testers <laughs> in who, bed. Who, just want, who just want her to test uh, because Black Life Matters is controlling her. Uh, but no one likes her because she's a cop. <laughs> Sorry, I was just summarizing the last 24 hours of news. Nice, nice. Uh, because apparently someone named Koala Harris is going to be president. <laughs> oh, was that what president. Tucker Carlson 
said? No, I don't know. I just I just made so, it up because I'm done. So Tucker Carlson like mispronounced her name, and his guests like corrected him, and apparently he lost his mind on them. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't I haven't watched the clip. I just read about it on on Twitter. <laughs> My buddy Dave, who uh, is, um, how do I put it? Just always angry online. <laughs> he said <laughs> that if anyone questions Kamala Harris, he's going to say. What is she too black or uh, too much of a woman? <laughs> like, well, ooh, don't oh gosh. say it. <laughs> so there's this like historic historian quote. I'm, I'm doing the air quotes right here. He's not a historian. He's a complete hack. Uh, and are you quoting yourself right now? No, no, no. Like, oh, okay. I'm doing air quotes around historian. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy on on Twitter. Uh, and he's written some books, and he's just a fucking idiot and a Trump apologist. And basically, when Trump says something stupid, he's like, well, historically, and it's like Yuck. complete nonsense. Um, but apparently, in somehow thought that pointing out that she is a descendant from a slave owner will somehow like hurt her. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, um, you know how slave owners became parents to black children are, yeah. are you aware that's because it's not going to help your arguments right point that one out there boy. Just, uh, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Dinesh. Dinesh. yes i work with a guy he, named dinesh he he does a lot of uh claiming about uh black confederate soldiers and oh come on and no 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 history book tells you that uh democrats uh were like the party of the KKK and it's like, or, or that they were slave owners. And it's like, dude, everyone knows that. Are you new? <laughs> Have you been in a history class? Right. Just wondering. The history books also don't tell you that George Washington was actually an inside out man. <laughs> like inside out boy from Nickelodeon. You remember that guy? Well, they also don't want to, they don't tell you that he was a president. Right. Well, they don't tell you that because it didn't fucking happen. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and his point on the he's trying to make a argument that Republicans are the civil rights party because Lincoln was a Republican. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, you know, there was a there was a switch in policy, right? You know, during the civil rights movement, Republicans became anti civil rights. Right. Yeah, the Republicans became... were actually the ones that freed the slaves. Yeah. And now they're the ones that probably want to lock them back up again. So let's get beyond that. OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you gone farther in the book have you got the end yet? <laughs> oh no i haven't gotten to the Chapter end yet what happens <laughs> yeah, i don't know mitch mcconnell and some people uh, i don't know so how was your week jeffrey well you mentioned that uh you were watching the the movie and the horse died and your daughter was mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> meanwhile my daughter watched a youtube video about okay so it was like uh it was an animation uh, that was like Minecraft characters, but it was an anime. It wasn't a Minecraft video. It's hard to explain. She okay. loves, she loves Minecraft, and uh, so in this video, one of the fictional characters mis- mistreated a fictional cat, and my my daughter cried for two hours because it was so sad about that little cat. So and he like what, like kicked a Minecraft cat or something? He, yeah, the, the 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 animated guy kicked an animated Minecraft cat, mm. and then didn't mm. feed it food and like 
mistreated and stuff. And then she cried, and I told her, and I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's, oh, that's sweet, baby. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you watched a sad video. But I told her about the movie Benji <laughs> that I watched, I think, when I was about six, about her age. And somebody kicked Benji, like one of the bad guys did. And I cried during that movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just love how, like, sure I know you're. old yeller. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know you're sad right now, but I just love how, like, sensitive you are and, like, how caring you are about cats like not animals but just cats <laughs> like if somebody had kicked a dog in a video she'd be like good <laughs> <laughs> but uh with cats whatever but yeah she's she's um you know very was very emotional about this animated cat she uh also watches i think i mentioned this she watches a lot of like youtube videos which i think you've said that youtube is banned in your house or whatever yeah for the most part uh and it and it it kind of is. So I was on um, uh, activity or myactivity.google.com. You ever done this? I have not. So it's literally just item by item, all of your Google activity, all of your Google searches, um, all of your YouTube videos that you've watched, um, all of your likes, all of your um, subscriptions, like everything. And uh YouTube was starting to recommend a lot of these weird and gross fucking videos. Like, um, there's a there's a a channel called Troom Troom. What is that? And another one called One Two Three Go Live. And Troom Troom sounds like they sell bushels of pubes. <laughs> pubes by the bushel, right here on Troom Troom. No, so fifty-two Troom, cents a bushel. Yeah. Troom Troom is this weird, like, um, it's fucking weird. It's, it's, so it's obviously foreign in some way. I think it's Russian or Ukrainian or something, but they're like these very attractive people that are acting out these scenarios with, but they're not speaking. A narrator is speaking for them. And this Hmm. narrator is speaking in this like really, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like it's like a kid friendly way. I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a female narrator, and gosh, she'll say stuff like, "Callie the dog is snoring all day," but I don't think Jeff is gonna like it if she snores all day. So I think Jeff's gonna put her outside for the rest of her life. And it's like, first of all, why is she talking like this? And like, why? And and they're like weird, like, um, like how to sneak candy past your parents, or. How to sneak, um, uh, like something else into school, and they're like, they're just like, ah, no, it's just Pass. not, it's just not content that I want my child watching. No, and no, so no. when I was on this my activity thing uh, in YouTube too, you can stop YouTube from recommending channels like they do. Mm. Um, so I was in there like, don't recommend, don't recommend, don't recommend any of the channels that I didn't like, um, which is good. Now they'll recommend a whole bunch of channels you don't know that you don't like. Right. So since I but right, but then I can just, you know, block those too. But since I was in there and I did all that stuff, her YouTube channel things have changed. And so she mm. watches a lot of um like people like YouTubers that play Minecraft. There's a guy named Preston Plays, mm. there's a guy named Unspeakable, and there's a couple other ones. PewDiePie. Um, <laughs> she hasn't gotten to his videos yet, but pretty much <laughs> Jake the, Paul. The same type, yeah, the same exact type of like gamer personality, whatever. Didn't he get arrested this week? Jake Paul, probably. Yeah. That sounds about right. And like he had like, I don't know, 
80 pounds know. of cocaine or something. I just hate. I, I just hate YouTube. I hate YouTubers. I hate the whole thing. I hate There's like their personalities. Like, Have you watched play conversations on... with my three-year-old? No. Okay, that's fucking hilarious. So it's this guy and his adult male friend recreating conversations he had with his three-year-old adult daughter. male friends? Are they roommates? No, no, no. no. He's <laughs> like the one guy. Okay, so one, he seems a little gay, but I think it's because he's Mormon. Um, he could and... be both. Well, perhaps. Uh, so yeah, like it's is his friend who's like got a beard and you know looks somewhat disheveled plays his three year old daughter, and so it's just like weird. Th- like the one I think that I saw first was he's trying to get his daughter to put get dressed, and so he's trying to get her to put her pants on, and she's like kicking, and then it cuts to this adult like six foot man kicking his legs while he's trying to put his pants on and he's got like you know a pink shirt and a barrette and like a beard and that's he's just like no no like so that one i enjoyed i don't know if they still do it that's like a much older older one yeah so, um that was fun so the so i started i was like kid there are millions and millions of hours of videos yeah. on youtube that are good and they're made by like artists and scientists and musicians and like all oh, these yeah. great things. So I, I showed her like a couple of the cool like um videos that I've watched. Uh there's an there's a musician named KT Tunstall um mm-hmm. that does this uh she makes songs with a loop pedal. Mm-hmm. And they're just Oh yeah, in, yeah. Those are they're just incredible how she can make this mm-hmm. entire band it sounds like a whole entire band is playing. Mm-hmm. It's just her. It's just her. Yeah, with yeah. her guitar, like stomping on a tambourine or whatever. I like that. Like, go ahead. What? I was going to say, uh, there's a musical channel I like called Postmodern Jukebox. Okay. And they take modern songs, but do them in different styles. So they'll do like, I don't, uh, Bad Romance by Lady Gaga in a big band style. And they'll get like a big band to play it. I just saw. It's so fun. I just saw someone did Michael Jackson's Bad, but in bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. They do things <laughs> like that all the time. It's so fun. I love yeah. it so much. So anyway, uh, so that's I mean, that's pretty much what I'm dealing with now is, <laughs> is she loves she loves YouTube. And I, I'm not man enough to take it away from her. <laughs> and I do talk to her about this stuff. Like, uh, you know, sweetheart, I... Uh, it's very hard being a parent because I want I just want to give you whatever you want, but I know that it's not best for you in the future. It might be what you want now, but I know it's not going to be good for you in a year or ten years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell her that I, I I'm just completely open with her about it. Um, and so hopefully she understands. Like when I say don't watch that YouTube channel uh, because it creeps me out, that she'll be like, okay, he's just looking out for my best interest. Or maybe like <laughs> when he when she's older, she'll be like, yeah, that was yeah. freaky. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy uh, ASDF movies. They're animated. Yeah, very funny. You should watch them. I don't think your kids should watch them, but I think you might find oh, them okay, funny. Good. good. Uh, well, uh, incidentally, update, update. Oh, my older daughter has seen parts of the Neverending Story, but it scared her as a child, uh, so she's never seen it to the end. Yeah, because it's fucking freaky, bro. <laughs> well, that was my week. Yeah. Well, if you think it was freaky. Or have feelings about the never-ending story. Or about YouTubers in general. Or, you know, what is a good 80s movie that that my child should definitely see? Ooh, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> I think she's a little <laughs> young for that right now. 
Nice little, you know, kids are fucking assholes yeah. in the 80s movies. And you know what? They oh, were like that. They were like that in the 80s and in the 90s. They were kids are assholes, assholes now. Not in the same way. I teach them. I am with them. They do not act like they did when we were in school. Really? Yeah. Because we were assholes and they're not so much? Uh, they were like, they're assholes, but like we are mean assholes. Yeah, I wasn't specifically mean, but I remember people just being mean to like substitute teachers and like Yeah. I remember like, kids making teachers cry and stuff in school. And then they're like so in the never ending story at the very beginning, like they chase this kid down for his lunch money and throw him in a dumpster. <laughs> and everyone's like, Yeah, that seems actually pretty uh pretty it fits. Kids yeah, will yeah, be that, kids, you know. That reads. No one thinks that's outlandish. <laughs> right. So kids yelling penis breath at each other on the bus. That, well, that probably still happens. Like three times. He yeah. says penis breath. Wow. Three. He doesn't call three. him cock breath, though, which is well, that would make it a rated R movie. But penis breath is OK. That just means you suck dick. It, it does mean you suck dick. I, I just realized. <laughs> that is what they're saying. Yeah. OK. And he's saying that to another boy. So he's like, Ooh, you're gay. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, it was the ninety, the eighties. Here's a noise for you. <laughs> that means <laughs> we've gone way too much off topic. Well, uh, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/thehourpod. Email us at thehourpod at gmail.com or send us a tweet at thehourpod. And you can also follow Jeff on Instagram at relevant two underscores and username. I so. think so. I don't know if it's through this podcast, but I. Th- my um I, I never know what to call her I, I think she's my stepsister i don't know because my dad and uh his girlfriend are not married but like my dad's well if they're daughter. not married there's zero relationship but they've been together forever yeah but <laughs> so you're I think not it's married. Like, yeah i think it's like my stepsister anyway uh, she and her husband uh found my instagram which was weird because it doesn't even have my name on it and it might mm. be from the show so if you're listening hello <laughs> welcome welcome ah so we got some uh, updates some updates so uh, it's kind of an update we've done some stories about sex dolls like uh, we course. had the, the south korean uh soccer team we've done had a all the lot sex of dollars. stories about sex dolls yeah so well apparently mm-hmm. some sex doll companies have doubled sales since coronavirus lockdowns came into effect really yeah, they're just selling so many more sex dolls. Do these people not know about Tinder? I I mean, you can't go. What do you do? <laughs> Making out with their face in the middle of a pandemic? It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Apparently, also, they're saying many of the dolls are going to married couples. Oh. They're like, we wanted to do a three-way, but it's not safe. <laughs> or it's like, I, it's probably more like, go fuck this doll. I can't do you anymore. Right. I can't handle this anymore. Why are you still here? <laughs> uh, Ryan from Online Sex Toys Sex Store. I'm going to try that again. Ryan from the Online Sex Store Southern Treasures. I assume that's in Alabama and also about Southern things. Yeah. Uh, he said, We're struggling. We're struggling to keep up with demand. They're selling like hotcakes. <laughs> I think we should change. That that term from selling like hot cakes to selling like sex dolls. 
Because hotcakes... Hotcakes sell fast? I don't know. The only place when I know I'm that has hotcakes is McDonald's. Yeah, when I'm at McDonald's, I'm not like, ooh, the hotcakes. Well... Also, also, let's talk for a minute. Uh-oh. Why is it that McDonald's Big Breakfast, which is a biscuit, egg, sausage, and a hash brown, is more expensive than a sausage, egg, biscuit meal, which also comes with a hash brown? Because it takes it's them the a longer time to put it together. Thing. It's not just now, about materials. It's about no, time, no, no, no. too. The, the sandwich is cheaper. That's what I'm saying. It takes them longer to put that big ass meal together and takes up more space. No, it, it takes up it takes less time because they don't actually have to assemble a sandwich. Then you they got just the big throw package. It into the styrofoam package. No, because they have to put syrup in there and they have no, to no, put no, like no, a no. fork There's and no shit. Syrup. No, no, stop. There's no syrup. It is only a biscuit, egg, a piece of sausage, and then a hash brown. No, it comes with hot No, no, too. no, no. You're not t- that's that's not the big breakfast. That's the big breakfast with hotcakes. I am talking specifically <laughs> the big breakfast, which is only a a biscuit, egg, sausage, and a hash brown. Could it's you, like a dollar more expensive. I'm sorry. Could you could you tell me what's in the big breakfast one more time? I don't think we got it the first five. Well, clearly not, <laughs> since you think hotcakes come with it. <laughs> They're Man. selling like sex dolls. <laughs> they are selling like the big breakfast. Ah. Uh. No way this would be good, this conversation. At what? At the office first thing in the morning at the water cooler. First of all, before you go into that. So uh, hot cakes is the only thing my daughter will eat at McDonald's. They have stopped selling them during the day because of the pandemic. <laughs> also, oh, I'm sorry. There are two things that she'll eat. One is the pancakes, the hot cakes. One is a parfait, the yoga parfait. They stopped selling both of them. Like, what like one of those things I would never order. The other I would never eat. So Right. And they're always like, we have a limited menu. We're not selling that right now. Okay. <laughs> like, don't not like, to tell give me, me. Give me a fucking 20-piece. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish she would eat a McNugget. She likes... Uh, she <laughs> she likes McNuggets? She likes Wendy's Nuggets. She does so not like a... my daughter does a... a weird thing sometimes with the McNuggets, and she'll eat off all the breading. And then you just have this like nugget. Oh, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> it, it's more horrifying to see. <laughs> it's it, uh, it'd be like seeing someone with like their skin off <laughs> before I mean, you ate. She's right. The breading is the best part. I mean, this is true. This is true. I, I wish they would. Uh, you know how you go to Long John Silver's? Not you don't go to Long John Silver's. Yeah, I've never you, been to a Long John Silver's. When one goes to Long John Silver's, they have the little crispy things that are in the bottom of the of the box that are delicious, and they're just they're just fried batter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, sometimes you get that at, uh, Red Lobster when you get like the popcorn shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get like the little bit. There's no shrimp mm-hmm. in it. It's just a piece of batter. It's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. We ordered pizza earlier this week and discovered that the pizza place we order from does habanero cheese curds. Oh. They were fucking delicious. That sounds great. It was so good. I was like, why mm. did we not know this happened? I made vegetable lasagna tonight. Oh. And with it a was... zucchini? Would you like a zucchini? I have a few. I didn't have any zucchini, surprisingly. Yeah. I think a zucchini might be a little too watery to put in a lasagna. Maybe. I've People do it with eggplant. That's true. Uh, if you do thicker pieces of zucchini, I think you could do, get away with it. Yeah. Make it thick. <laughs> You know where this would be a good place to share that recipe? <laughs> Go on. At the water cooler first thing in the morning with your coworker. 
<laughs> so I, I sent you this story because uh-huh. I I feel this 100%. So uh, small talk with coworkers in the break room and pleasantries exchanged with office staff has important benefits, according to an Academy of Management journal article. I used to fucking hate small talk in the little hey. break rooms and... You walk by somebody and you're like, hey, how's it going? They're like, pretty good for a Monday. Like, fuck you. Get out of my face. <laughs> but now I kind of miss that stuff. You know, you kind of miss that human connection with people. I So we have weekly meetings with our supervisor. Yeah. And there have been many meetings where most of the meeting were just chit-chatting. Yeah. And that I don't mind. Like, this is someone I talk to, someone that we have things in common with, like, this is a coworker, but like if it's some person from like one of the other wings and I don't even really know your name because you're in one of the other wings and like, I don't know, what grade do you teach? I don't fucking know. I see you like once a month in a staff meeting. Like, go go away. I don't how you doing. Sometimes you wanna work where absolutely nobody knows your name. <laughs> hey, I know all my direct coworkers' names ah, very well. Yeah. I even know like so we have we have a set of like double doors that can close and it basically blocks the middle school off that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And like, if you're beyond those double doors, I don't know who you are. I don't see you. I don't work with you. I never are. We never cross paths except in staff meetings. Yeah. That's not entirely true. There are some people that I do know, but I mean, the younger grade you get, the less of a chance that I know who you are. Right. So So researchers have found that chit-chat contributes to employees' positive emotions, promotes well-being, and fosters good workplace citizenship. And I think uh, when we... So you mentioned, like, just chatty, being chatty during meetings. And you can tell the people that are really starved for human companionship or just this any human true. interaction. Because they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe what happened today. And I got this, blah, blah, blah. And they just, like, talk and talk. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like... Yeah. Yeah. And we're all like, Rita, sit down. Right. This meeting is already an hour and a half long. I, I don't care. <laughs> Rita. See, that. See that's the problem. That type of chit-chat, small talk, no, not good. But like like I said, if it's someone, you know, chit-chatting with, you know, my team or like other people that I, you have to have somewhat of a connection. It can't just be some rando during a staff meeting. Right. Like uh, that that's not good for anyone's well-being. That person would get death threats if they could. Right. So when you're talking to somebody and you're like, How was your weekend? If you actually care, it's it's a good interaction. Like, how yes, was your yes. weekend? Like, it was good, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like our our how was your week thing. Yeah. I mean it's boring for me, totally but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I I appreciate I appreciate the story. And I'm glad that there's like some because I've been feeling a lot like um if we do like Let's say we get a vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, and we all continue to work online because that's cheaper for every company and it's better for everyone uh, just to work from home. I was thinking like maybe once every week or once every two weeks, you'd go into the office mm-hmm. for a meeting or for something and just to see your coworkers and so my wife get does, a relationship or whatever. My wife occasionally does a thing with co-workers that they don't all necessarily work together anymore yeah but they sue at one point mm-hmm. and so like once a month they do a zoom happy hour oh nice so they just get on and you know they chat with each other and you know small talk whatever um just to you know see each other and 
have a stress-free kind of uh, chatty chat, chat, chat. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think most of them all still work in the same field. So even though they weren't don't necessarily work in the same company, they're still in the same. Like it'd be like you know me and my friend Kara, we don't work at the same school, but we're both teachers, so we face some of the same challenges, and so we can talk shop, quote unquote. Uh, even if it's not something we're both dealing with at the time. Yeah. So to measure the impact of small talk on well-being, the researchers surveyed 151 full-time employees working at traditional 9-to-5 jobs outside the home. By the way, there is no 9-to-5 job anymore, ever. <laughs> Everyone has to take a lunch. Nor outside of the home. At Right. You're at best 8.30 to 5 or 9 to yes. 5.30, 8-to-4.30. 8-to-4 is probably very common. 8-to-4. Eight to four, Sorry, eight, to eight to five. Yeah, yeah. You five you cannot take a paid lunch anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's unpaid. Fuck those guys. You know, fuck those guys. You can pay us for lunch. I know they can, and you know they can. Do you well, know they're that not the... because they're fucking assholes? Fuck, fuck the rich. I Eat read them. online, uh, so I knew it was true that the average worker is only productive for three hours a day. Well, okay. When I was working in an office, that is a vast overestimate. Right, exactly. So that's like you got I people rounding out. I had about 25 out. minutes worth of work in the morning. The rest of the day, I played Angry Birds. Yeah, so that's like you're rounding out the average. Some people do work a lot, and they have to work like 50 or 60 hours just to get the things done. But then there are other people that work like 25 minutes a day. <laughs> well, and you playing know Angry, that, Bir- Angry Birds, that tells me when that job was, by the way. Treating me as if I was stupid. Yeah, indeed. They didn't want to trust me with anything. Uh, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to go out of limb. You right. want me to sit here and greet people? Then fine. You're going to pay me to play Angry Birds because no one fucking comes to our building. <laughs> right. Dumbasses. Participants completed three surveys a day in the morning, in the early afternoon, and the evening for 15 consecutive workdays about the level of small talk, their emotional well-being, their work productivity, and their overall engagement. As we broke down daily interaction, we realized our most meaningful interactions are not when we're talking about actual work. It's when we're greeting administrative staff or the friendly gabbing before a meeting, said Jessica R. Methot. (laughs) Which is a really funny name. (laughs) Of Rutgers Uh, University. Uh, She said they chose to study small talk because it's so pervasive. But its effects are discounted. And a 1995 study said that small talk accounts for one third of adults' speech. Ooh, one third of the time, if we're talking, it's probably small talk. A thought. You know, here, a thought. Oh, sorry, a sorry. thot. Thought that's mm-hmm. on meth. Her name's Jessica. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I will say it's very important. It does create a nice little like bond kind of thing. Like I at work. I kind of do a little round when I go check my mail because we have like a mail bin at the front. Uh, And I always go through the office, like through the front office where the office staff is there so I can just say hi to them. And, you know, sometimes they'll ask me a question and we'll sit and chit chat for a minute. Uh, But anytime I need something, because I've built that nice little relationship there, they're always happy to help. Yeah. Yeah. Those are important. And I will hear them like complain about someone else. Mm hmm. And they're always so happy to help me. And that's and the I thing. Like, it's because you're, you're taking the time to say hi and chit chat and how you doing. Like sometimes I, they were doing this thing for a while. There was like some sort of like timed um, trivia challenge thing every afternoon at like 2.30. And so I arranged to go through then 
because they'd be like, hey, 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 do you know this thing? And so I could like help them do it. It was like a five minute thing, but it was a lot of fun. So they were like, hey, if the moon <laughs> were made of cheese, would you eat it? <laughs> no, I don't have enough crackers. <laughs> no, but like even like a pleasant hello. If someone comes in and like, hey, how's it going or whatever. You're like, oh, hey. But then still just it just boosts your day just a little bit, you know, in my opinion. I agree. I don't know. Small talk builds trust and connections, it says. Uh, it can also lead to creative ideas and foster inclusiveness. Managers should give employees time to have relaxed interactions, it says. I agree. Uh, to an extent, depending on the situation. Right. Sometimes it's a soft task when we, we want to get out of there. Sounds like somebody has a case of the Mondays. Well, I'm going to punch you if you say that shit. <laughs> that brings Pull you down. Up beat you with like a giant fake dildo that i stole from a las vegas store is that right interesting i i would say uh i thought you were going to beat me with like a ream of paper or perhaps a stapler i'm trying to transition (laughs) to a paperless uh society uh no to a story about dicks oh okay go on (laughs) In 2014, Malcolm McDonald, 45, a mechanic from Norfolk, struggled with a perineum infection. Perineum. The perineum is yeah. your taint. That's correct. Uh, which spread to his extremities, turning them black. Wow. A, a perineum, a taint infection, an infection of the, uh, the gooch, so to speak. The taintal region. The taintal region. The area between, you know, your balls and your asshole. Yes. The mud it, flap zone. To put it lightly. Spread to his extremities. That That is like a very strong spread to go from there to there. It is. And it turned up like, ugh, like you looked down and your extremities are black. Donald Trump would be terrified. <laughs> They're going to rob me, okay? They're stealing my wallet. They're not bringing the best. <laughs> his left hand was locking the door, uh, and his right hand was unlocking the door. <laughs> I'm gonna let you fill in the blanks on that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I knew deep down it was gone, and I was going to lose it. Then one day, it just dropped off onto the floor. McDonald said. <sighs> His wiener fell on the floor. He hadn't gone to the doctor yet. <laughs> well, it, you know, I turned... put a little neosporin on it and I figured it'd be all right. More like peosporin, am I right? <laughs> For two years after losing his wait, penis. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Where was he? Has he been to Las Vegas recently? I don't get it. The story about the guy who stole the giant dildo. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting that was a thing. Dick fell on the floor. Because he dropped it. He had slung it over his shoulder. For two he years... Would not, he would not need to cut a hole in the box. He just needs to put his junk in that box. <laughs> One, put your junk in the box. Two, that's it. <laughs> Have her open the box. <laughs> okay, so for two years after losing his PP, Mr. McDonald said his life really fell apart until he was referred... To Professor David Ralph, a consultant urologist at University College London Hospitals, UCLH, who specializes in penile reconstruction. And Professor Ralph 
grew a new penis on McDonald's arm <laughs> by taking a flap of skin containing blood vessels and nerves from McDonald's left arm and rolling it into a phallic shape. Like you do with Play-Doh. He grew a dick on an arm. He rolled it and stuck it on his arm. It's my dick on an arm. <laughs> the shaft of the new penis was then detached from the forearm, allowing it to dangle. How did, Okay, how is he going through his life with a dick dangling from his arm? And grow skin and tissue on its own. And then surgeons then created a urethra and inserted two tubes connected to a pump that would allow Mr. McDonald to achieve a, quote, mechanical, unquote, erection. <laughs> so he, <laughs> they took the... Sorry, pu- I lost they, my pneumatic fluid. <laughs> they took a pump from an old tennis shoe from the 90s and they put it on his arm, too. And it's... <laughs> Yeah. That's better than one of those foot pumps for uh, bicycles. That's true. Oh, you make me so hard, baby. Check the air pressure. (laughs) Don't pump it too hard. Well, you know, when you check the air pressure, you always let a little air out, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you got me inflated to 30 PSI. Fuck yeah. assume that if he inflates it too hard, it'd be like, you know, when you, you don't pick a tomato soon enough and it, like, the skin's cracks <laughs> that's a horrifying oh. horrifying thought <laughs> i have a whole bunch of grape tomatoes that did that and i was like oh man oh man i don't want to eat those they've been open they've been <laughs> open that's right you don't want to eat something that's been opened uh mcdonald was due to have his new appendage attached in, attached in 2018 but a series of delays and cancellations on his part including the covid re- uh delays uh, he was supposed to have it in April, and of course that didn't happen. Uh, resulted in him living with a dick on his arm for the past four years. Wow, that is a that is a long time to have a dick on your arm. I mean, also, any amount of time is a long time to have a dick growing out of your arm. Not on it necessarily. I think that's fine, but growing out of it would be bad. I mean, all right. So he's a mechanic. He's got this dangly dick on his arm. Like, what if he got it like? caught in something because he's trying to like fix a car or something uh, isn't there aren't there like several better places to to grow a dick yeah, like, like on his ass or something. on his ass on the inside of his leg his thigh maybe or maybe because like his uh extremities all got infected too maybe like they couldn't do it on his legs they could have done it at the end of his fingers he could have a dick fingers they could have done it on his fucking forehead bro you know how is that not you know a problem for hr (laughs) keep showing me his dick he was typing and i think he was flopping it at me on purpose do you think he figured out how to use it to help him type faster (laughs) like he was using it to hit the space key right (laughs) some people do hit the space but you know how people are like loud typers Mm -hmm. you know those people like wham Wham, that's what he was doing with his dick. He would have been great his if he arm saw dick. a typewriter. He'd use his arm dick to like pull it over, like ding. <laughs> and what is the uh oh gosh, there's a oh yes, it's a Jerry Lewis bit and he's typing. And it's, there's like a little song going with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The typing the typing yeah, song. Yeah. It'd be like that, but with a penis. <laughs> and now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. 
We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So since we were just talking about dicks or whatever. Body um, parts. Body parts. We thought instead of doing sex, because we always do sexual stuff. Everything we do is sexual, Jason. I don't think everything. Maybe that's your we opinion. We did a story about small talk. Well, small talk can be sexual, depending on who it's with. Well, not with HR. <laughs> See that dick today? <laughs> talk about blue. <laughs> so we're doing, uh, what is this, skin and beauty or something? Skin and body. Skin and body under like health and beauty or whatever. Okay. All right, Jason. Uh, what is your opinion on lip piercings? Uh, upper or lower? Jeff, would you get a tattoo? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I probably would. I don't know. I, I have a hard time, like... Why haven't you, then? Uh, well, several Hypocrite. reasons. I know, several reasons. So I have a hard time with um putting something permanent on my body because I can barely decide, like, what I want for dinner, let alone, like, a permanent thing on my body, you know? Uh, there are plenty of things that you will always love that you could do. Star Trek, Alanis Morissette. That's, yeah, that's all true. And it's all so. true. Oh, speaking of, oh my gosh, she had a, so she's got a new album and I told you that, uh, there's a video, um, she was on, um, Jimmy Fallon, uh, and there's a video of her singing a song that's about her kid and like her, her little toddler daughter is yeah, I think I've heard about this. with her yeah. and it's fucking adorable, man. I cried like a little bitch, <laughs> totally cried. Okay, Jason, uh, everyone says I stink. Take a shower. Jeff. Will my scar fade? Uh, it depends on um, Mufasa. I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I lost it. Jason, <laughs> uh, does my fake tan look good? Uh, no, it doesn't, Donald. Never! Jeff, <laughs> is pale skin really unattractive as people think? You know, it's interesting because it used to be that pale skin was in fashion, which is why like, in Elizabethan times they would like put like pale makeup on because yeah. they didn't want to... It to look like they were ever out working outside or yeah, in the fields. But now it's look- different. Now you want to tan. Now you want to look like you've been outside, which is is, is weird. So the answer to your question is, I don't care. Jason, yeah. when is it normal for the legs of women to have hair this long? Well, I mean, normal. That's what they do. So clearly it's normal. Uh, but the patriarchy says no. Jeff, well, is well, my wait, belly- wait, 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 wait. Wait, what would you do if your wife stopped shaving her legs and armpits and stuff? Uh, Assuming she's she shaves them now. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I don't look at her armpits all that often. So it's right. her it's her choice. So I have some friends who do this. It's whatever. I I don't if I was with a woman, I would not care about leg hair, pit hair, whatever. Just do you, bro. I mean, bro at sis, whatever. Jason, wait. Mm-hmm. Would wait. You uh, go. <laughs> Jeff, is my belly piercing really crooked? Uh, no, that's just your belly that's crooked. Jason, tattoo on period. Uh, I mean, punctuation is important, so probably. Jeff, are doctors usually allowed to have piercings? <laughs> allowed? Well, oh, that's a good question. I would like a a, pra- a medical practice prevent a ta- like a tattooed pierced doctor from being a doctor. 
I mean, it probably depends on the practice. I'm sure there's some out there. They're like, that's not how we do it here in Mississippi. Right, right. Yeah, interesting. Jason, my mother doesn't let me get lip fillers. Well, I mean, I would let you get lip fillers because then it'll shut your mouth up. Jeff, why do women get breast butt implants? I've asked myself the same question many, many times. Jason, face masks, do they really work? I mean, you can just take your breast or button plants and push them up. Yeah. That'll keep everything from going anywhere. I think butt implants are more weird than breast implants. Have you ever seen them, like, go wrong? <laughs> I read a story about them, like, they fell. Yeah, like yeah. The butt implants fell. <laughs> and it was, like... <sighs> and that's, Jeff! that's It's the opposite, because they want the butt implants so that someone will fall for them. Uh-huh. Jeff, is 33 too old to have a lip piercing? Yes. Hmm. And the reason is because 36 is too old to do anything. How old was it? 34? 33, I think. 33, yeah. It's too old. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. It'll get infected and fall off, I think. I don't know. Yeah, it'll turn black, fall right off. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to get an implant on your arm. It was 33, by the way. 33? Okay. I, no, it's not I, very it's old. Fine. It's not very old. It's fine. Can, you can get a lip piercing when you're 93. Whatever you want. Uh, exactly. If that's what you really want, help yourself. Yeah, and when you're, you know, when you get to be a certain age, you can get your nipples pierced, and they can just drag along the ground. So I remember when I was in 10th grade, mm-hmm. and we were going through like first week of school, the the student handbook thing. Yeah. And so my homeroom teacher is reading it and they're talking about like acceptable piercings, right? Yeah. And she was kind of a funny teacher. She was the um she was the advisor for the school magazine. Okay. And so she's just saying she's just, you know, reading it, trying to get through it. And she's like, you know, I was at the uh the grocery store the other day and there was a guy and he had a nose piercing, two nipple piercings. And there was a chain connecting them, and it went down into his pants. Oh! And I thought, and I thought to myself, what if he got that caught in the car door? Oh, jeez! And then just went on continuing reading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was funny. I liked her. Yeah, that's funny. That is true, though. Because <laughs> you know how sometimes, like, you get a uh, with the doors that have the handles. Oh yeah, you get a belt loop like, caught in my there. Belt, yeah, my belt loop caught or my belt caught, and I stuck there, and I'm really mad and start swearing. Yeah, or if you're wearing like headphones and walking around, not mm-hmm. the, rips it right have, out. Yeah, we have Bluetooth now, but but whatever. With back in the day when they used to have uh, cables on them, just rip it right <laughs> out. It's the most unpleasant feeling too. Well, you know, besides um, having a dick um, surgically grown on your arm. <laughs> So, uh, Jason, two years ago, yeah, Hell's Basement Brewery, oh, okay. released Huru Huru, which was uh, supposed to be the feather, uh, Huru Huru New New Zealand hopped pale ale. Huru Huru translated, they thought to quote the feather. That's what well, I meant. <coughs> well, sorry. Ooh, what's go- what's going on? Got a pube caught in your throat? I do. No, no, actually, it's just my throat caught in my throat. <laughs> do, you, do you want to delete that part or just no i don't you don't you want to subject our listeners to me coughing directly into a microphone because i choked on my throat yes because my thing that i said was funny 
The problem, the Alberta brewery unknowingly named their beer pubic hair after misusing a Maori word. And Maori are native New Zealanders, right? Yeah, like South Pacific, like Moana. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was watching a, um, a long time ago, I was watching a a show. It was about a, a funeral, like a funeral home kind of, but it was in New Zealand. And they had like a lot of Maori um, people in it. And it talks a lot about their culture and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, the culture around death is is very interesting to me. Um, especially like right after somebody I know dies, like I get kind of into like, like uh, thinking about uh, funerals and like, why do they have the red light above the caskets and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, that's so the person doesn't look as dead as they are, <laughs> which is so stupid. <laughs> I've never noted a, noted a red light above the casket. They put red lights in funeral homes. I was like, what's Cause I thought maybe it was like a cultural significance or whatever. Nope. It's just to give the skin a pinkish hue. Cause no one likes to know that dead people are dead. Let's put a bunch of fucking makeup on them and sit them in a casket like they're sleeping well, peacefully. Do you remember when uh, Pope John Paul died? Pope John Paul? I didn't realize Pope that porn star John had died. Had died. <sighs> no, I don't remember that. But I do. Well, Go they, on. They don't embalm the Pope. Is that so right? He was full dead looking. Oh, okay. It, it's a little... He, he looked dead? Oh, definitely. Well, he is dead. There was, or still is, I guess. <laughs> Tehamua Nikora said he sent the shop a Facebook message to ask what they thought the word meant, and they responded that they found it in a dictionary as a word for feather. However, Mike Patriquin, founder and general manager of Hell's Basement Brewery, said in an emailed statement that it was not the brewery's intent to offend anyone. Of course, I, well, I was going to say no one ever intends to offend anyone, but that's not true. Well, yeah, that's definitely not true. <laughs> the interpretation was intended as feather, meaning the beer itself is light as a feather. And this is also stated in the name. Patrick Quinn wrote. I cannot do a New Zealand accent. <laughs> that's why I didn't even try. We acknowledge that we did not consider the commonplace use of the term huru huru as a reference to pubic hair. Wait. So it means both pubic hair and feather? Maybe. Ooh, maybe the Maori I mean... have very feathery pubes. <laughs> and and that consultation with a uh, Maori representative, what? They have a full bushel. <laughs> when you get a full bushel, that's much no. feather or feather. You can feather it back like an 80s woman. No, they use metric down there, yeah. so it'd be a whole liter of pubes. <laughs> And that consultation they all, they all with the... like uh, they all look like the Karate Kids here. Very feathery. I get it. <laughs> they all look like they just came from Cobra Kai's uh, training camp. <laughs> Sweep the leg. I'm just gonna wait until you're finished to finish this quote. <laughs> <laughs> and that consultation like with the Maori representative. Would have been a better reference than online dictionaries, of course. Oh, you think? Maybe checking with someone before you name something? Yeah. Maybe uh, patch- KiwiUrbanDictionary.com, maybe. <laughs> Patrick Wood said the brewery is taking the time to rebrand the product and will attempt to do better in the future. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to do worse than naming your beer pubes. Right. 
It's it's going to be called Light is a Pube now. Light is a Pube <laughs> Ale. Uh, no, they've changed it to the Maori word for cunt hair away. <laughs> I know some people who like to use that phrase. Cunt hair way? Missed it by a cunt hair. A oh. cunt away. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's weird. Mm. Moving on. Boeing's, <laughs> this is also about a dick, I think. Uh, oh, no, it's not. Boeing 747-400 aircraft. About a bunch of floppies. About a bunch of floppies. First introduced in 1988, is still receiving critical software updates through three and a half inch floppy disks. At least it's not the full, like, what, six inch floppy disk? Uh, the ones uh, that are actually and, floppy? Five and a quarter. Five and a half? Five and a quarter? Yeah. Whatever, I don't know. No one's used those since, like, the beginning of the 90s. Apparently they have because they're still updating aircrafts that way. No, no, that's a three and a half inch floppy. I yeah, but you get it. Mm. You get it though, right? I do. You totally get it. Did you know that uh, there is a certain amount of data <laughs> that is in um, an ejaculation? <laughs> uh, how many kilobytes? Uh, well, maybe you, um, but it is. Uh, so each this is this is just from some random site on the top is of the it Google 14, search. Fourteen four or fifty six k. Uh, broadband for me, bro. Oh. So each sperm contains about three... I know when I go, I just go... Three billion bases of genetic information representing 750 megabytes of digital information. The average human ejaculate contains about 180 million sperm cells. So that's blah, 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 blah. Uh, about 135,000 terabytes of data. So an ejaculation has more disk space than a 3.5-inch floppy we're using to load a 747. Exactly. However, my three and a half inch floppy has that much terabytes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, in addition, oh wait, a three and a half inch floppy disk drive in the cockpit <laughs> is used to load important navigation databases every twenty eight days, and an engineer visits each month with the latest updates with the with the floppy. I, I don't know, man. Maybe they should update. Is there like a, a floppy disk to like USB converter? Yeah, you got to get a dongle for it though. Got to get a. Remember the? Oh, you of course yeah, you remember. It's like the cassette tape thing. Exactly. That's exactly you what I was gonna say. Pop that in. You attach it to your iPod, and then you just like download. You can uh, then you can play to to the seven forty seven. Then you can play Dave Matthews Band on your seven forty seven. Crash into me. Oh, good one. <laughs> In addition, many of Bowie's 737s also use floppy disks to load avionics software and have been doing so for years. Some airlines have been moving away from the use of floppy disks. But no. But others are stuck with engineers visiting each month to sit and load eight floppies with updates to airports, flight paths, runways, and It's like and an more. airline bukake. <laughs> eight floppies trying to load an airport. Here's the thing. Okay, so I've often found that, like, because uh, I work in, in IT, I've often found that IT people, is I, this is my theory, they make things way overcomplicated just so they can keep themselves in a job. They make it so complicated that no one else could possibly fix it, so they have to be the ones that fix it. And this probably is the same way these guys are like, no, we can't switch from these floppy drives because oh, this is my only job, going from airport to airport, putting floppy drives in, in, in airplanes. That'd be a cool no job, secure. though. No secure. Yeah. Uh, so 
airlines are not the only ones that use floppy disks. The U.S. Defense Department only ended the use of eight-inch floppy disks for coordinating the country's nuclear forces last year. And the International Space Station is still using floppy disks as well. Wow. I would like that job to be the one that goes and updates planes. And every time I walk on a plane, I'd be like, dude, you're getting a Dell. Yeah. Delta. Sorry, Delta. I'm, in, I work in for Adele? Delta. Adele. Rolling in the deep? Hello from New her, her. I mean, I guess like if they don't me. get the proper updates, their plane may be rolling in the deep. Ooh. <laughs> Good one. Pretty I, sure that happened. I like, so I like to... Airbus A330. I, I like to both laugh and tell you that was a good joke. I think I don't know why. <laughs> Especially if it was like, because well, I know that your laugh is not insincere. Right, exactly. So but sometimes you know you don't laugh and you say, "Wow, that was really funny," <laughs> which is also good. So, so what? What, we, what? How long have we been running on this thing? Uh, this show, this episode, yeah. uh, we're going on an hour and eight minutes. Uh, How many stories right, do we have we left? Gotta, uh, like a bunch. Let's do a lightning round. Let's do it. Uh, pachow. <laughs> kachow, kachow, kachow. I I just remembered that I was supposed to get like a lightning sound effect here. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot the lightning sound effect. Yeah. All right. So first, Kanye West lawyer demands Democrats prove Mickey Mouse didn't really sign his ballot petition in Wisconsin. Uh, that's an easy one. Mickey Mouse was signing the uh, checks in Rhode Island. He could have been in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm not voting for Kanye. <laughs> Voter fraud is fun. <laughs> I'll be like my dad and vote for Trump. <laughs> yep. Gosh. <laughs> well, uh, an Italian man again. gets fined over a rooster constantly early morning crowing. Oh. He's got to put his cock away. Yeah. At just... Cockadoodle don't, you know? Yeah. He was ordered to pay $200 because his cock wouldn't shut up. Jesus. That's that's a lot of money. Well, maybe For... he should have choked his chicken. <laughs> Accused Ottawa bank robber followed COVID-19 protocols. Well, that's the most Canadian bank robbery I've ever heard of. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got to steal your money here. Okay. Uh, sorry. I'll wait out here until it's my turn. I'll just... Uh... <laughs> wait in line. I'll just... Uh... Uh, hop on my getaway moose and I'll be out of your way. <laughs> he got caught because he stopped at Tim Hortons. <laughs> uh, thousands gathered at a Smash Mouth concert despite COVID, COVID, coronavirus. God damn it. What was that? Wow. Uh, pandemic in Sturgis, South Dakota. Wow. Frontman Steve Harwell said, we're all here tonight together. Fuck this COVID shit. Hey, now, you're a dead guy. <laughs> Wait, is that Get Smash Mouth? Roll and red lights. <laughs> that is Smash Mouth, right? You might as well be walking down in hell. Why can't we be dead? Why can't we okay, be dead? Okay, now that's definitely not friend, uh, Smash Mouth. That's a Smash Mouth song they did. It's a, I mean, it's a cover. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. They used it in the credits of... Uh, uh, Lethal Weapon Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I've lost. I've lost interest. What did we learn today? 
Well, we learned that small talk can be good for you. Fuck yeah, it can. How was your weekend? It was good. How was the week? It looks like a Monday. Hey, uh, can these elevators go any slower? Oh my Am gosh, right? you look a little pale. Uh, do you have coronavirus? <laughs> How about that Smash Mouth concert? <laughs> See that Smash Mouth concert? Talk about shitty. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we also learned um, that they still update planes with floppy disks. And we learned, I want the job. We learned a guy grew a penis on his arm. We learned that... Don't ask where they grew his ball sack. <laughs> on the back of his neck. No, uh, it's weird. We we uh we also learned that um, apparently beer in New Zealand tastes like pubic hair. I don't know. I forget. We learned that Kanye wants you to prove that it wasn't Mickey Mouse. And uh, I don't know, man. We did rapid fire and we still went over because <laughs> this hour has been an hour and twelve fucking minutes. Okay, so I think Jason's drunk. I, I'm actually not. Oh, well, neither am I for once. <laughs> well, how about that? So let's, uh, we, we mentioned a couple of 90s bands. Let's talk about more 90s music, bro. So when I did a search for some Smash Mouth songs, yeah. it said people who search for Smash Mouth also search for Sugar Ray, who is the Guy Fieri of music. Yeah. And Uncle Cracker. Remember oh, Uncle, Uncle Cracker? Cracker, yeah. He's got that great music video that uh, has Christopher Walken in it. Does it? Is that the wait? What? Is that the one where uh, he's flying? Like in a, oh, I'm thinking of a different one, where Christopher Walken's in like a like a hardcore rappy kind of video. Oh no, I don't. It's not that. No, I don't it, know either song, so I can't help you. Whenever I think of the uh, the Smash Mouth, I also think of the Blues Traveler because the dudes look the same to me, except for it doesn't. Uh, Smash Mouth does not have very annoying, um, extremely annoying. Uh, harmonica solos <laughs> like what what what's like blues travelers big song like what is their song oh all i hear is <laughs> that's my impression of the harmonica that he does <laughs> um i i you know i know blues travelers but i couldn't tell you what what song they do uh, it, I'll, it, if I think run through it in my head, I'll be able to think of the song and sing it. Oh, probably. oh, wait, wait! I just pulled a video. Uh, run around their song. How does it go? Uh, Once upon a midnight dreary. Oh yeah. As soon as I heard, it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I know this yeah. song." Wait, th- in this video, that's not them though. And on stage, is it? I assume it's them on stage. I thought the guy was like had short hair and was like stocky. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. I'm not the best with bands and what they look like necessarily. So, you know. Okay. Sure. Uh, weren't you mentioning another band earlier? Uh, oh, we you remember the uh, Cherry Poppin' Daddies? The Cherry Poppin' Daddies? That was the name of a band? It was. They did Zoot Suit Riot. Riot! Oh, yeah. Oh, you remember Zoot Brian Riot. Setzer? Back when, you know, like Old Navy was doing the swing dance commercials oh yeah yeah they were like our white trash will love swing dancing <laughs> well we went here to the, buy our fourth of july shirt we went to the yeah we went to the mall which is crazy uh my daughter and i went to the mall uh, a few days ago and it was like most of the stores were like 
all but closed, you know, for the mm-hmm. corona thing. Um, and I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> was there a zoot suit riot? What was? Where was I going with that? How I does that relate to anything we were talking about? In the mall. What reason would you have to oh, go to a mall? You said Old Navy, so we were going to go to the mall and go to Old Navy because we were doing no some... Old Navy at the mall? No, we were going to go to the mall and then go to Old Navy, I said. Uh, 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 I know there's no Old Navy in the mall. I've worked in the mall. I know the mall. Yeah, you were on your way to Sears, weren't you? They're closed. Yeah, I know. That's what. That's the joke. It's a permanent Halloween USA now. <laughs> What's going to happen when uh, JCPenney closes? Halloween USA. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're all Halloween USA. Well, then you have now. a choice. You can be like, I don't want to go to that Halloween USA. I want to go to the good one. That's <laughs> true. Hey, did you hear the the last blockbuster is now an Airbnb? Yeah. Well, it's it's a blockbuster, but for three nights they will be an Airbnb where you can for four dollars rent it out and stay in the blockbuster. Right. But be kind. Rewind. Your that's true. Your airbnb do you remember they used to make just like v vhs rewinders i remember those yeah because but, you didn't you have supposed to do it in your vcr that could mess it up it could ruin the tape they said or the vcr yeah. or whatever i was like that's bullshit because i'm renting this tape anyway but also like if you went from movie to movie you didn't have time to rewind that fucker while you went to the next movie, you put you took the tape out, put it in the rewinder, and you, you had know, to go straight from Ninja Turtles to Secret of the Ooze. You could not wait the twenty minutes for it to rewind. Exactly right. <laughs> I'm so glad we lived the same childhood. <laughs> right. Although we were we were kind of too poor to have a tape rewinder. <laughs> so we had one that I think my uncle had. Oh yeah. Because like, we most of most of our video watching happened at my grandma's house. Yeah, yeah. Because we were there for the summers and blah blah blah, poor or whatever. Uh, yeah. And I remember there was one hanging around in one of her, like, in tables in her living room. Yeah. Uh, but we never fucking used it. We just hit rewind. So she had a VCR, though, that popped out the top. Oh, yeah. Those were cool. It was like, and I think, uh, if I remember right, someone spilled some water on it when they were, like, watering some plants, and oh. it was dead. Oh. So they had a different, different VCR. That's a real shame. I remember uh, very vividly from my childhood my grandpa's um vcr had um buttons that would like they were not lit up but when you press them they would light up like just just the um like the play and the rewind just the little triangles you know would light up and stuff like (laughs) green and red and it was it was awesome interesting did you ever have a laser disc player no never did i i remember encountering one in my sixth grade science class it seems like science teachers got some laser discs. They did. They were like, oh, look at this. Here, let it's me like, play this 20-minute documentary. A, yeah, it's the size of a record player. <laughs> it was, and they were the size of records, those fucking discs, man. You can still buy them at like flea markets and, and resale places and stuff. Yeah, and you, you pop want. it in, and all you see is a bluegrass version of uh, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. <laughs> 